Hello and welcome to another episode of Grange TV. We have very special guests with us in the studio today. Uh, major sponsor, Mr. Jack Whitaker. Thank you for providing us with Robert Whitaker. Um, wasn't really, didn't really mean to do it, but still, thank you. Um, the best Ashcroft. type of accidents. What's that? Best type of accidents. 100%. <laughs> And we have with us uh, Ashcroft High School swimming champion David Roberts. It's actual facts. He is Ashcroft. Yeah, that was that was covered. Yeah, we, we we worked that out the other day on the chat. Like, we have the best land and sea athletes that Ashcroft has ever produced here in the studio. Nineteen ninety-seven age <laughs> athletics champion me Fabrizio it there, um, and David was a swimming champion at that at that point. If in time. if you're from Ashcroft and wish to contest that, please message. There's no con comment down below. <laughs> Um, I'll bring you my trophy. My mum still has it. And yeah, your trophy still, Dave? Um, do you know what? I want to have a clue where it is. Oh, I'd have the trophy, mate. That's the best thing I've ever done in my life. And we have with us as well Mr. Robert Whitaker, the man who calls himself the Karate Hottie. Um, welcome no, to the show. You can't do that because the Karate Hottie is an actual person. It's you like wanted that. Remember, no, you said no, you no, wanted no, that, no, and then no. we found out Michelle no, Waterson had the that was a terrible had job. the thing, and then you keep, got upset. Keep, keep writing him down, mate. That one was terrible. Let's so, try again. <laughs> that's that's what it was. Right, you wanted it. Cut this. We'll start again because that was terrible. We can do. We can do. You can do better than that. You're be you're bigger than this. So, yeah, I, I prefer the biracial angel. But if you want to go with the Karate Hottie, we'll where go with I? that. Someone introduced me as that the other day. I forget where it was. Um, but yeah, it's picked up. Somebody it, introduced you as a biracial angel? Yeah, like we were doing something. And um, he, he goes, Rob Wicker with me, also known as biracial angel. And I was like, wow. Where? Where around. was this? Um, I, I, I got to remember. I can't, I can't remember at the top of my head, but it was it's there. It's there. It's spreading around. It's spreading. Um, oh, before I forget, I want to shout out um, Bazooka Kickboxing in Canada. They uh, met, they just messaged me, and so I thought, why not? I'll shout them out. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> That's what we're doing now. <laughs> um, and I also want to apologize, and I can't remember the person's name, but uh, Eli said it was your name, but it was actually your uh, currency. I think it was a Norwegian currency. So I just want to shout that person out. Please excuse Eli. He's extremely ignorant. Yeah, I'm glad we're I'm glad we're offering that service now. So please, if you ever want a shout out, please message Fab. Please message Fab. Anybody, anywhere, message. who wants a shout out, message message Fab on, on Instagram. And I said, all right, cool, let's go. Um, <laughs> how was your weekend, Rob? We went spear fishing. We did. We we tackled the oceans. You know, went in there, and uh, we killed it. <laughs> We, we, we caught quite a few fish, eh? There, there was a lot of lobsters. Like, we, there was a lot of stuff on my socials. Please feel free to have a look. I think we posted, we, we, there's a video up on YouTube of our, of our adventures. Uh, it, was, it was a beautiful day for it. A beautiful day. We went out there. The water was a little murky, but um, we still managed to shoot, shoot a lot of fish. Like, uh, still managed to, f like, see a lot. Um, some lobsters, like, down in the cracks. And we, we had some great guys with us as well that were, that were helping us out, holding our hands a little bit. I want to thank um, Chris Doyle, the owner of the boat. Yep. Tom Doyle for having Chris Doyle as a father. It's his best <laughs> achievement that he's ever done. Uh, Brian Doyle, uh, happy birthday as well, Brian. It's Brian's birthday. Happy birthday, mate. And a special shout out to uh, Jai and Steve. They were the spear fishermen of the hour. They were the ones yeah. that actually helped us through. They are Cronulla legends. Yeah. And the whole day was put together by future UFC fighter, Mr. Chris Casakelli. Mm. Um does have a few anger issues, but <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. he I've pulled never that seen anyone, together well. I've never seen anyone so quickly put a mouth guard in for like a play 
basketball <laughs> session. But, uh, <laughs> no, but thank you very much, yeah. guys, for taking us out. We caught quite a few things. I think, uh, Dave, you're going to put the footage up, eh? Yeah. Yeah. We, so, we had an amazing lunch. How many day. lobsters did we catch, you reckon? I think 10. Nah, it would have been more than 10 because I ended up taking some home. No, like, it was two each. So, um... Is that one? No. It was two each. So, and how many, like, was with, 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 um, things guidance, we managed to, like, we all managed to catch one. So... It was probably one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There was probably 10 people. So, about 20 yeah. lobsters. Yeah, about 20 lobsters. Or maybe a little less because some of us didn't jump in. But, um, it was great. Is that mine That's or yours? you, mate. I apologize for this. Can no, my phone's on mute. I don't think it is, mate. No, it is yours. It's it vibrated. I don't think so. There's no other phone here. Um, anyways, apologies for that. <laughs> uh, so, Dave, when will the footage be up, you reckon? Uh, maybe next week. Be next week. Oh, nice, nice. Awesome. Hey, I wanted to ask you something. Did you see that thing with the Melbourne Storm with that with the big front rower that had the fight in Bali? No, I didn't. Did you see it? Please Jack? explain it to me. Dave, you've, do you know what I'm You've piqued my interest. <laughs> now, did, did you hear about it, Dave? No. The guy from Melbourne Storm, when they were, how, nobody heard of this. The guy that was in... Um, yeah, they picked on him. Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? They were, in, they were in Bali, and the, he's like a massive dude. I, I don't know because I don't follow football, but he's like a big, massive Islander dude. And um, I think somebody tried to glass one of his friends or something, one of the other Melbourne Storm players, and I think he hit the dude. And like, I, I think he defended him or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what happened exactly. And um, now he's like the, there's like this massive thing like saying, you know, he shouldn't have had the fight and he shouldn't have blah, 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 blah. But... Uh, no, I was just, I was just curious as well what your opinion was being someone f of profile that has, um, you know, obviously a contact sport, collision sport, and your in your case a combat sport. Um, what your thoughts on that were, like if, because um, he was just defending himself from what I understand. Yeah, I, I think, I think if your if your friend is about to get glassed, like you should help your friend. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you have to, you have to, and I think. Yeah, it's just you have to. Like, you, he could have got seriously injured. How hard is it for someone with a profile with combat in a combat sport and a mm. collision sport like rugby league or or whatnot? Do you think it is for, for for people like yourselves to go out in? It's oh, it's 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 different. It's different. It is very different. Like, and I think you need to understand that when you when you do gain a profile and you and you um. You, you you play in the lights like you're you're under the under the lights. You need to be ready to to make certain changes or sacrifices because like you doing what you love for a living comes with drawbacks as well. And uh, that was one of the things I had to learn. Like you you can't do everything else everybody else is, and the, and that's like that's just part of the job. In w what way is affected for you? Like what what do you feel? Like um <clears throat> so. You can't just like if, if, let's use him as an example. Like, like I don't think you can go to Bali in a in like a local pub and expect to to be treated like as every, anybody else because you're not like anybody else. You're under the lights, cameras. You have a profile, and anything you do is is going to be mag like magnified by a uh, hundred times. So uh, yeah, you know, 
it is what it is. Have you run into things like that? Me personally, no touch wood because <clears throat> I think I conduct myself differently. So like a lot of guys, you're not out a lot as well. Yeah, yeah, and I like that's another thing. That's the second part, I guess. It's like I don't go out a lot. Like I, I don't go out a lot. So I'm not in that scene. So I guess like the percentages are reduced straight away off the cuff, you know? Do you... It's, it's about minimizing risk. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you have situations where, when, when you're out and about just normally where people speak to you like or they speak too much to you or they're over familiar with you or like your, your experiences? No, like whenever I go out, like I, d I certainly have guys that come up to me and like say, hey, how you doing? And they want photos and things like that, which I'm happy to provide. I've, I've never had any bad beef with anybody out, out and about. I think it, it does have something to do with like how I conduct myself because I'm not a lunatic and I'm not a clown. I don't act like that. Um, as well as when I'm out and about, I don't act like a lunatic. You know, I'm, I'm not a clown. But um, yeah, the, I, guess, the, I guess the biggest, honestly, the biggest thing is just not being in those scenarios, like minimizing risk because sometimes it, it could have nothing to do with you because the, the closest I've ever I've come to to getting in a proper fight night of on a, on an outing was was due to no fault of my own or with any interactions with me. Me and my wife were standing in line to enter a place and someone got kicked out and he was drunk as and he just walked by Sophia and like nudged her a little too hard for my liking. That almost derailed me right then and there. That could have been a very different career path for me after that, you know. And and that wasn't even no one had come up to me. It was it was just because of that, and that only happened because we were in a situation that we were in. And uh, yeah, you know, like it's it's sometimes it's got nothing to do with you. Well, you know, the uh, I can't imagine like um, somebody like with like massive celebrity because I've been with you like when when people just if you're eating or whatever and. People just come and interrupt. Yeah, and, hey, and they don't give a fuck. Yeah, let's 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 put a tip out there. If you see me eating, <laughs> if you see me eating, and you want a photo, we gotta wait till the end, man. I'm sorry. I'm so I, I understand you got things to do, and I apologize, but I'm eating. Like it's very rude to interrupt me eating. I'm, I, I just find it rule. I find it rule weird when people do that. Yeah, and, and another thing I find really weird, and I've been like when I've been with you, and you've been with your <coughs> wife, or we've been with like you're talking to your wife. And people come because they did it when I was with you, and I, which is still rude to, towards me, but or, or towards you as well. But more importantly, I've seen you with your wife, and you're talking with your wife, and people come in and interrupt and excuse themselves with you, but don't excuse themselves with your wife. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, dude, you just interrupted a fucking conversation, like, <laughs> yeah. and whilst you're eating, yeah, and you could have your kids yeah. with you too. Yeah, no, there's two things that like like grind my gears a little bit. It's one, the interruption when I'm eating. So like I, I, I love meeting my fans and I love getting photos of my fans because they're just they're just trying to show their appreciation for what I do and I I appreciate that, but like there are times and places like please don't interrupt me when I'm eating because that's one thing that grinds my gears like either wait 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 till after please if you really if you want it bad enough or or just Photoshop me in one later <laughs> I'm cool with that too. Um, oh yeah, I just don't understand why they just don't wait a little bit. The second one is with when I'm with my kids out in the street. And generally, one of my three kids are going crazy, <laughs> like always, at all times. One's going crazy, trying to run away, break something, throwing a fit, trying to punch me, whatever. If I'm, if I'm struggling with my kids, try not to ask for a photo <laughs> or, or wait till everything calms down because it is hard dealing with my kids sometimes. 
and so <laughs> you might catch me on the wrong day yeah no one has yet but like it's hard. but what's the like worst story like that with you when you've been with your kid oh it's, it's it's not like a real bad story but people ask me like when i'm trying to control little jack because when, when we go up the street, Little Jack wants to do whatever Little Jack wants. <laughs> How old is Little Jack? 17? No, he's four. Oh. He's four. So he wants to do whatever he wants. And he doesn't understand no, why, why he can't do anything he wants. So he goes on a runabout. He just runs off. He runs off, goes wherever he wants. And, um, and if I try to stop him, he throws a fit. Throws a fit, punching, kicking, spitting. He goes mental. And, uh, if, and I've, like, I've been dealing with Jack. And someone, someone will come up, whoa, Jack is kicking, screaming, spitting me. And asked if they could have a photo. And I was like, yeah, but give me one second. And then like, well, that's, as, that's as rude as I get. If I go, give me a second, I'm dealing with my kid. Yeah, but I, I just pointing that out, I find it weird that people do that. I don't, I don't really get how, how that works. Um, all right, no, I was just curious about that, actually. I was just <coughs> thinking about that. Because like the guy, the guy from the Melbourne Storm, he seems like he seems like it seems like I don't know, I don't know him at all. But mm. just in the little things, he seems like a good enough bloke. He doesn't seem like a bad guy, and looks like a giant dude. Like it doesn't look like he's the one running around starting mm. fights because everyone would be dead if yeah. that was the case. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it just looks like yeah, it's just it's sad though. I think because I, I think a lot of the times with um, people that have a profile, I think as much as you want to be a good guy, you want to be a nice guy or whatever. And you are a good guy. I think that you can't control everybody else in, yeah. in, in the place, you know. And, and it would be very, really, really hard. Yeah. Because I think Bali would be full of like uh, yeah, Australians. Not, I, and don't, I don't think that's the best place to go. Like if you have a profile, like going, yeah, just seems, going yeah. to like a tourist hotspot in a country where everyone just goes to get loose. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just you're just uh, stacking the chips against you. But but it is hard, eh? If you have a profile, and I think if you're a young guy coming up, yeah, you, th there's a point where you don't realize that. Like it must happen rather quickly. Yeah. When did that happen for you? That you were like, I'm cool to go out, do whatever I want, and then you you just realized like, oh shit, I can't just I got re get you know, recognized. You know, it was probably around the time we had the inverted U talk. All <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah. So it was around then where like I just I started getting it like putting it together and then i think around that time was when sophia got nudged and i almost got into a punch-up so 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 was it just for the people that think so w when would that be you reckon when you jumped to middleweight yeah maybe a little bit after maybe a little bit after i think after um, around that's my when you, that's when you realized that or, yeah. or when you realized because I, I would say you already had a profile before that. yeah i had a profile but it, i hadn't realized the extent of it yet all the consequences of having right. one. And I think it was around the Tavares fight that, I, that things started clicking. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have to give up certain things. Hmm. Okay. But um, wait, before we, we jump to an, another bit, I want to jump back to the, the fishing trip we went on. Right. We saw a huge octopus. I saw it. You didn't see it. I know, but I want you to explain how, how it was. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, talk to us about the octopus thing. What, what do you want to know? Uh, all right, let's leave it there. No, no, what do you want to know? <laughs> you said it was huge. It was a big octopus. It was like... Big... Was, was it as big as the fish you caught? Oh. How dare you? Oh. How dare you? <laughs> Someone called the police. How, How big was that fish you caught? The fish was pretty big. It was legal size. <laughs> <laughs> it was legal size. The octopus was big. Octopus Are you going to shoot bigger. octopus? Yeah, well, I wanted to... Oh, yeah, I think you have to catch it with a hook. I wanted to get it, but I didn't. I, I didn't get it. 
And like I've caught octopus before. Have you? Yeah. Do they die when you shoot them, or do they? they no, they're hard to get. And cuttlefish as well. They're hard to get. Because they just wrap. No, you, you, the tentacles you, you just take move them there. with you. You take them with you, and you cut yeah. them up, and that. But um, they don't die straight away, like a fish. If you hit, yeah. hit a fish in the head. Well, it's the same thing. If you cut off the tentacles, it still moves. Yeah, like it's it's hard to. Yeah. They're they're awkward. I I I caught a fish yesterday come on no i did (laughs) no yesterday (laughs) you made fun of the fish i caught no 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 no. i caught a fish legal size also but um (laughs) but what happened was like when i went to get it off the hook like i went to i went to like kill it in the friendliest manner as possible with a quick shift to the head (laughs) and i stabbed him in the head and he fell off my hook as i stabbed him in the head and then just swam off so shout out to that fish because (laughs) a fish as, as the tenacity and endurance of... Ten men. Ten men. <laughs> like, I, I stabbed him in the head, dude. Like, clean in the head. Ask Eli. Eli is my witness. I stabbed him clean in the head. And he fell off the hook and then just swam off like nothing happened. Yeah, but it would have got killed within minutes. Oh, I, give, I gave him ten yards, but I was never finding him again. <laughs> hey, I want to ask you, did you watch... A, did you, so, are we going to say something? No, I actually got the footage of that, so... Oh, me, Shivy. Yeah, you, you losing the fish, so it oh, is... Oh, losing the legal-sized fish? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Not, I didn't get the footage yeah. of Fab, <laughs> but we do have evidence of that actual fish. Okay. Um, do you know if you show Rob's fish, you'll go to jail? <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey. My fish is legal-sized. <laughs> yeah, okay, so it's mine. Um, but, 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 yeah, we'll, we'll see. We might not put that one up. Look, I just want to it ask... Might be, it might be a bit too too brutal for our view, for our audience. Which one? The one where you get in the little fucking juvenile? <laughs> no, we're stop, oh, the come fish. on, mate. <laughs> come on, mate. Don't be like that. Um, you go pointing you, fingers. Did you watch UFC on the weekend? Did you hey, watch it? Huh? I only watched the two fights. I watched Ben's fight and, um, and the main event. Weidman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I covered him. What covered did him. you think of um, Ben Sassoli and Hardy? Uh, <laughs> uh, I thought... I thought, um, you know, I, I think Hardy's got chin. Like, I think he's got chin. Like, I saw from that fight. I think Ben really closed the distance well. He was he was swinging a lot. He was swinging a lot. I thought uh, Hardy did he did really well to capitalize on his reach advantage. He's a big guy, eh? I I was surprised at how big that guy is. Yeah, like I knew, like looking at him, he was big, and like everyone was talking about him big. And he used to play NFL football. I don't. Is he still playing or not? No, he wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't still be playing. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I'm, like I'm mates with him and I know, right? <laughs> I know. Um, but like he, he did he did the right things like he was using his kicks he was, he was trying to keep to solely on the, on the mid-range I think he was circling in the center of the octagon pretty well he was definitely using his reach well um, popping that jab so Soli, um I think was really trying to swing for the fences you know but he clipped it, he clipped Hardy a few times and Hardy took the shots. You know, I think in the third, he, he got wobbled a bit on one of his big shots. But, uh, but yeah, you know, I was, I was, I was impressed in, in that regard that, that Hardy could just, you know, keep his foot on the outside and, and pop, use his reach to, to, to capitalise on the jab. But I think, I think what you're really asking me is what I think about the inhaler incident. Yeah, well, what, what do you think about inhaler gate? Ah, uh, well, straight cheating. <laughs> like, uh, but, but, but in fairness, in, in his defence, in Hardy's defence, he asked the that the, the commission <coughs> person yeah. thing that's there. He like he straight asked him. He goes, "Can I use it?" And the guy goes, "You know, are you, are you allowed to or whatever?" And he said, "Yeah, it's approved. It's USADA approved." And he was like super proud. Yeah, USADA but, approved. But he asked the commission, and the commission asked him. 
<laughs> Didn't he? Yeah, but but like then they said okay, like they let him do it. Yeah, I um. So I can't just really say that's cheating. Yeah, I, I I guess I guess, I guess you know there's there's he's not completely in the fault, but like it's pretty. I, I'm, a lot of people know you can't take inhalers in. Like they, I, I wouldn't have thought you but, could. But no. beforehand they they tell you like they sit you down and they tell you. You can only take X, Y, and Z, what we give you out. You can't take your own jelly. You can't take your own jelly, mean Vaseline. Like you can't take your own stuff. You can't take... You can only take X, Y, and Z. They frisk you. Remember you getting frisked? I no. saw you. You liked it. You smiled. <laughs> you were getting frisked <laughs> before walking out. Like they, they go through all your stuff. You can't take your own stuff out there. And For the uh, record, I've never been frisked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's been happening to Rob. <laughs> um, um, yeah, you can't take your own stuff out there. And um, especially, especially like, like does the puffers, the puffers are steroidal, aren't they? Uh, it might be like a corticosteroid, but, but I don't think that, that regardless of that, I, I don't know what the advantages would be. Mm. Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know. But the thing is, if you're, whether you're allowed to have it or not, that I think is, is the biggest question. Yeah. And the, the, the thing that got me is that that commission person or whoever it was didn't, didn't know or didn't couldn't give it, a... Yeah couldn't give a proper answer. Yeah. The other thing that I, I think about is right there and then the fight should have been stopped. Yeah, 100%. Because this is where I also think it's weird. Ben can't win the fight and neither can Hardy. So that fight would be ruled a no contest. Yeah. So then you have to go out and suffer more damage and more yeah. trauma based, I, like based on, a, on a commission mistake. I was blown away that they had to fight out the last round. Like, for, for, for something that for no for nothing yeah literally for nothing except for the love of head trauma yeah no i, I think that that's the biggest problem yeah to, in, in my opinion not with that could have been one like that's that's the other thing could have been knocked him out and got a win or is it just you reckon i i don't think though but but the thing yeah maybe he could have but but he could have also got knocked out of, of yeah. a situation that... That was already ruled a no contest. That should be... At that point, is ruled a no contest. Yeah. You can't use revisionist even, history. Even so, so if Ben won, would it still be ruled a non-contest? It should have been ruled a no contest there and then when he, got, when he took the inhaler. Yeah. yeah. So like, it, um, should, it shouldn't be like... The, retrospective. DC. Yeah, DC and... Um, and Dominic I think, Cruz. Yeah, Dominic Cruz were saying, like, why is this fight still happening? Yeah, like it's it's like done. It, like it blew them done. away. Like I, I don't understand either. Like when I when I saw that, like it was going to the third, I was like, wow, <laughs> wow. And then I was, then I also thought, like, man, I could use a puffer too. <laughs> I don't have asthma, but I'm sure it'd be cool. Would it help? Probably. <laughs> I, no, just, I, I, I don't, don't know why but, it wouldn't. But no, but you know, you know, the thing is, is like when things are banned. They're banned, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not a, I'm, I, I don't know about, about that stuff, like necessarily exactly what the benefits of that would be, whether it's just for exercise-induced asthma. But then on the, on the flip side of that, if you're having trouble breathing or whatever and, you, and you're taking that, I don't know, maybe, I, I, I don't know, I, I don't know. What I do know, and this is like, that if you go to the hospital after a fight, you don't get tested. Yeah. Because that's the thing, and what I do know is all is before the fight, if you if you're too hydrated, they'll only test you twice, and then they still can't test that. that yeah. you, if it's too hydrated and your piss is too clear, then and this is right before the fight, you 
your piss is too clear. They try twice, is it? Twice? Yeah. Then they have to go, okay, go and fight. They leave you alone. And then if straight after that fight, you go to the hospital, yeah. they don't test you. There's a loophole. So that that's like a massive loophole. That's a huge thing. Plus the fact that if you get tested twice, if you get in, within a year, they go to test you and you, the first time you're not there, you get a strike. The second time you're not there, you get a strike until the third time. Yeah. So there's... There's, there's, a, there's, a, there's too much wiggle room. Way too much w- Let room. alone... Let's say you do get caught somehow. <laughs> like, Which would be hard, I think, to yeah, get caught. Yeah, like you have to want to get caught. To yeah. <laughs> like you have to actually try to get caught. Let's say you do get caught. The consequences aren't severe enough to no, really matter. Years. Not even. You say it was a tainted supplement, you did six months. True. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, even though there's like empty needles behind you. <laughs> it's crazy, eh? It, it's, it, there's too much wiggle room. And, and I think the, 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 the dangers of... Um, yeah. To a fighter. Yeah, we've we've spoke about this before. The consequences of fighting someone on gear you know, are astronomical. Like the dangers to your health, but not only to your health, to your career. Because like you and you can look it up. People people's careers have been derailed completely by a by a guy that's popped hot directly after the fight. And they've gone off on another on another what the weave of the of the fate web. And it's just yeah, it's just it's, it's unfair. And, it's and unfair. I think when, when you're seeing stuff like, more importantly, Dave, like, it's not so much like, uh, I think is inconsistency of what occurred, like the mistake that occurred there. Because honestly, in fairness to Hardy, I feel like he straight out asked. He wasn't yeah, he hiding. Did ask. He did ask. He wasn't hiding. He wasn't like, oh, give me the puffer and this and that. He straight out asked and they said, yeah, use it. And then the dudes went back and were subjected to yeah. full-on head trauma afterwards yeah. on a fight that was... They could have just got paid their money right there and then. It wasn't their mistake, you know what I mean? It was ruled a no contest. So I found that weird. I wonder if if Greg Hardy got paid his his like to fight and win bonus, and then if they asked for it back, <laughs> and Sosoli would have had to get paid. Yeah, fight. he wouldn't have got paid a win bonus. So I wonder if the, the if the UFC guy calls him and goes, "Hey, um, <laughs> we transferred some money, <laughs> could you?" No, pass but a, but, but that's that's a fair question too because if it's a no contest, it wasn't based on either one of their fault, mm. so they should get a, like a win bonus. Yeah, it's uh, like it's not their their fault. They're both set out to win. It's not like one of them goes, "No, I was trying to lose that one." Yeah, I I, I don't know. I don't know. Just with I don't that, know. like again, I don't, I don't know much. Can't hear you, dude. Sorry, again with that. If if you're the athlete, shouldn't you know the rules? It's like, you know, there's particular punches and stuff you can't do. And Yeah, no, I, 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 like I said before, like they, they sit you down and they tell you what you can and cannot take into the... 100%. And, and so stuff. he should have been disqualified and the win should have went to Ben. Yeah, well, the, they, they went over the rules, but I think the problem lies in that the official said... Yeah, yeah the official yeah. was like, cool. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It would be like, you, they explained you the rules, you know, but then you go like, oh, can I punch him in the back of the head? And the ref goes, yeah. And yeah. you punch him in the back of the head, you know, like... And get their kid. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, f- I found that that was, like, pretty... Yeah. I feel for both guys. I, I actually do. do, yeah. Like, I feel for both guys. You know, like, it's just... Both guys had to, had to take a no-contest fight which, and, and just bash each other for 15 minutes, which... You know, um, like, this isn't like football, you know what I mean? Like, you only have a number of fights, like, a limited number of fights in you. Can you talk on that a little bit? Can you explain that? Yeah, so, like... You, every fighter only has a set number of fights he can he can he can do. He or she can do. He yeah. or she can do until his clock's up. 
and his brain says, you know what, I'm done now. Like, and this is this is saying it from a point of view where it's like you're taking the health your health seriously and you're bowing out when you're supposed to. So like, so which now, is hard for a fighter to do objectively to begin like, with, like without doubt. And that's like probably a whole nother conversation. But um, but yeah. So so Ben Ben and Hardy have have gone into a fight, have given it their all, put their hearts out there on show, and now both were ruled in no contest. It's a no contest in their in their careers. They, they, I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume they don't get win bonuses because they probably wouldn't have, and they don't make the extra money. They don't go up or down in the ladder. Their career is, is more or less put on hold for one more fight than it should could have been, and now, they've got one less fight in their book of fights. Which who knows how many, you know? And uh, it's, it's sad. It's sad. Um, on Hardy, who do you think? What's next for Hardy? You know who I'd like to see Hardy fight? Two guys, either Bam Bam or um, Juan Espino. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be cool on both. What do you think, uh, Hardy think, or Bam Bam? I think, yeah, Bam Bam. I think Bam Bam's like, um, he's a, Bam Bam's an agile fighter. And I think it surprises a lot of people. I think, it, I think Bam Bam's speed surprises a lot of people, not to mention his obvious knockout power. So, um, yeah, I, w- I would definitely back Bam Bam in that fight against against Hardy for sure, for sure. I think his, his skill sets just better than his. And uh, in terms of Juan, I think Juan's honest to God going to be like one of the top contenders of the heavyweight division. His wrestling is is phenomenal, phenomenal. Like his grappling, like not just his wrestling, like his grappling, his ability to get you to the mat and keep you there. It is phenomenal. Not to mention he hits like a sledgehammer, <laughs> and he's huge. He's huge. And he's got monster strength. Like he's. There are big guys, and the big guys are, are generally pretty strong, but he's abnormally strong. Like he's so big and strong. And anybody who's wrestled or grappled him has seen that and felt that. Yeah, I, I'd like to see that fight, eh? Juan, Juan Espino versus Greg Hardy. I'd, I'd like to see anybody fight Juan. <laughs> but no, that, that fight in particular I think would be a good one. I think Greg Hardy's got a big name and he's coming up. And, yeah. And Juan is, is one the, the ultimate fighter. Yeah. And he... I'd just like to see that fight. I think yeah. that that's a real good matchup for, for Juan. I'd have to back Juan on that one. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the Stevens versus Yair Rodriguez? Yair uh, fought great, didn't he? Fought phenomenally. Um, Yair is so dynamic. He's so fun to, to watch. Like, out, out of the gate, started with a fly kick. <laughs> like, that, that, that was... That was amazing. amazing. Like he's just such a dynamic fighter, and his utilization of the left body kick was very good. Oh, amazing! Hey, how 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 did he get through that, Stevens? Like getting dropped with the body kick? Yeah, come on, man. That oh, like I've been body kicked like that, where your body seizes up and shuts down. I hats off to Stevens. Honest to God, hats off. Like that. That was ridiculous. That was such a clean hit, and then yeah, it went for him after that. Like. Yeah, he said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to throw everything I have left into this to finish this fight. And Stevens got through it. He just he curled up. He went for shots. He curled up, went for shots. And, and he, he just survived. He survived somehow. I don't know how. You know, hats off to the ref. Because you could see, I think, I think a lot of other refs may have stopped the fight then and there. But, um, but Stevens was still trying to fight. He was still in it. Explain the difference because like, <coughs> a lot of people probably don't get this. Like, you get hit and you get dropped and knocked out you're done mm. you know there's not it's not your choice you can't think mm. you get hit in the body especially in the liver it's almost not your choice either it's not your choice he might not have got 
flush, yeah. like cracked, but still, like yeah, people don't people don't get don't 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 mix up getting winded with getting liver like liver kicked. All right, they're very different. And if you want me to show you, I will. Like, it's, it's all right. We can we can we can we can test out our theories. Getting winded hurts, but you can usually just continue doing what you're doing. Like it's not fun. Like, <laughs> like no one likes it. But when you get liver shot, your body curls up on itself. It like it dies a little, <laughs> and your body just shuts down. And that's what happened to him. That's why he curled up and fell over. Like that's why. That's why you see a lot of guys get finished with the liver kick. Would you say it's fair to say that? Yeid won first and second, and Stevens won third. You know, I I, I felt that Stevens won third. Yeah, I, I definitely think Stevens won third. Stevens actually mentioned this in the, in the interview. He said three rounds favors Yeid, and five rounds favors me. But the original fight was five rounds. Yeah, and he exactly. got eye poked. He did through no fault of his own. Yeah. Um. And he definitely, certainly won the third. Certainly won the third. But um. And he, and he started putting it on Steve. Uh, he started putting it on Yair in the second at the end of it. Do you think that three rounds? Uh, you know, there's arguments made. Five rounds is too long to fight. Three rounds. What, what do you think? What what, how, what do you think is a is the optimal time to fight there? Um, like the optimal fight time, if I yeah. had a choice, I'd fight like for for the the old pride rules, ten minutes, two ten minute rounds. So all the. Pride rules before was one. The first round was ten, then then five. Okay. And then the the championship fights were a little different. But you'd you'd prefer a ten minute round. Yeah, I prefer start? I'd prefer a longer first round, definitely, because um I think that plays into the strength of um of both fighters really because you can choose to go crazy, and to get the early early win, or you can you like the the attrition fighters are really going to see dividends because the the five minute rounds. Doesn't really play into the strengths of the attrition fighters because they, or even the grapplers, and that's what I mean. Like the the, the attrition fighters, grapplers, like I'm putting them in the same category, they because they go back to their stool, they recover, and then the fight starts standing again. When the the grappler may have worked really really hard to get that takedown, like really hard, and that's another thing. Like we've and we've spoken on it at length. Like it's hard to shoot on someone and hold them down, and if you don't get that shot, if you don't hold them down and then start like regaining your stamina and, 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 and cardio back in a better position than they are, you actually lose out on the, on the energy exchange there. You know, we, yeah, it's just, uh, I'd, I'd like to see longer rounds. I would. And not, not six-minute rounds or seven-minute rounds because that's just annoying. I what about one 25-minute round? Yeah, I'm good with that too. I'm good with that too. Because, yeah. I'm happy with that because I think it just plays into the strengths of all fighters. Like you may get the early win. If you're an explosive fighter, you 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 you, you can just go out and there explode. But it's a risk you'll have to take. Because I think the, the shorter you make the rounds and the shorter you make the fight, it, it changes a fight completely. It changes the, the dynamic of the fight completely, yeah. completely. Because because once the fight stops, the ebb and flow of the fight stops and it, st- it, like it, it, it does, like the, the rhythm changes. It stops. It starts again. Both standing. It's like you can you can start a new rhythm, a new a new beat, if you would. Okay. Um, <clears throat> before we do, wide men and raise. Can we answer any questions, um, Dave? If we have questions from the audience. What's the first one? Can you make it bigger, please? Um. Casey Hammock. All love from Fort Worth. You're the most likable man in sports, my brother. I love the podcast. I listen every day. 
Casey, thank you so much, mate. I really appreciate it. Um, Rob's just stepped out, but he will be back at some point. Um, bam, out of nowhere. Thank you very much. Um, Ian Gossett. Rob, you're above and beyond fellow celebrities. 1.30 a.m. where I am in the States defending my thesis tomorrow. tomorrow and I get to stay up and become empowered by it. Oh, so you're doing your thesis. What are you doing your thesis on, Ian? You're a champion, man. Thank you so much for for um, the comments. Um, all right, no questions thus far, so we'll move straight on to the main event. Um, Rob, thoughts on Weidman versus Reyes? Yeah, um, I guess like that's another example on where you see. One, let me just say I feel for Weidman. I feel, I mean, we said it last week, but I'm a massive fan. And um, he's had a hard run. He's just been fighting killer after killer, you know. So, what do you do there, Rob? Can you, like, what, but but like, by the same token, they're not going to pull Weidman back and fight number twenty-five. Yeah, like it's it's it, it it's hard. It's so hard. even if he wanted to though, because his name, his pay, and all of that, they, I don't think they'll let him no. fight. No, you know what they'll do? They'll say, oh, he's just lost it, and they'll cut him. Yeah, but but no, but what I'm saying is, from Weidman's perspective, he can't go back and fight number no. 25 for a, and and like even when people go fight a tune-up fight, like number 10 is good. Yeah, number 10 is not a tune-up fight. That may be the new number one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's new number one that's coming through. Yeah, like um, yeah, I feel for him, man. I really do. What do you think of Reyes? Oh, Reyes, he's he's a guy who who I I feel understands his skill sets and strengths yeah I've got, yeah 100%. And, and utilizes them to their like to their best best like um elaborate on that like uh he's not super flashy he's not super um rangy he's not super fast he's not a super heavy he hits very heavy he's not but he, this, he's not like he's not playing on just his power he just but he knows how to use his skill sets to the best effect and he did that with with Weidman, like, and that's, that's another thing that you see, like you see, like um, Weidman went for the, for the wrestle, went for the takedown, went for the the, the grapple, grinded up uh, him up against the fence, and that's another another thing you see where the wrestler like has to expend a lot of energy to try to control the fight at that pace, where the one defending it isn't burning as much because he's just defending it. He's working, he's using the cage to its greatest effect, which you can use it to lean on. So you're, you're saving energy there and he's just fighting, like he's reacting to the grips and stuff like that. So, um, and then when they broke apart, like you, I, I felt, I saw a little bit of like, Reyes still had so much energy and, and Weidman was a little bit more tired. And, and I'm not saying Weidman was gassed. This is not what I'm saying. I said, like, he's just a little bit more tired, which in a game where milli, millimeters and like make the biggest difference it was huge you know like one minute has to be a little bit more tired to not slip a little bit more way or to take a breath at a, at a point where maybe he shouldn't and you know and he got caught with that step back left and um and he's know, so rangy too the um, rest is Dominic history like, you know the rest is history and, and, and reyes like it's hard like and he, he's rangy like he, he, got, yeah. he had that distance down yeah, pat he did he did and he he backed up and then when when Weidman got got dropped like Weidman was obviously like doing his best to to gather his bearings and Reyes got that hammer fist it was such a clean hammer fist of like it was just like a whip out one yeah. across his chin and 
you know, once you've been dropped, like your head's not really there, and that and that's that. No? Do you think um, had had he of um, had he of had had Weidman been fighting middleweight? Do you think how deep he was on that takedown, how well he had the guy up against the cage and whatnot, that he um, he would have finished those takedowns? Well, it's it's hard to say. It's very hard to say. You know, going from past history, I'd have to say yes because Weidman has gotten a lot of the division down, like, and and he's. Like we were saying last week, he's generally one of the bigger yeah, guys, he's, he's the longer bigger. guys in yeah. in the division. Because whenever I, you watch Weidman, other than Rockhold, he's probably got the length as well. Yeah, you know, and even against Rockhold, he probably had the longer arms. Mm. I'm not sure; I'd have to check it. But um, against Rockhold, he even looked like bigger. Yeah, you know, that's another thing, though. Like we we've mentioned it on you know several podcasts ago that um. When you move it up a, up a weight division, it takes a few fights to build that that strength and thickness there. He he looked like a good sized light heavyweight, but he yeah. didn't look he big. didn't look big. He yeah. didn't look massive. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, it, it is what it is. Like what what do you think? Where does he go from there? Here's a question: Do you, when when do you, when's enough enough for a fighter? Not that isn't not even. I'm not talking necessarily about Weidman, but what I'm asking is, I'm not asking. Can he keep winning? Because I think any fight that so he goes in, he? what's that? It's should he? Yeah, I mean any fight that Weidman goes in in this case, he he could win a hundred percent. Take Weidman out of it, but when when is enough enough for a fighter? In as far as like, um, just trauma, etc. Having said that, he hasn't <coughs> he hasn't got flogged in the fights that he's been in. Yeah, yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I I don't know I don't know like he'd have to he'd have to be talking to some good people he'd have to like really like really be looking at his health like uh and the the long term effects that 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 fighting is having on his health because um he's been knocked out like a lot lately well he he got knocked out not asleep <coughs> only this one he got. Bad. Like when when did he get knocked? Did he get knocked out of sleep against um, Jacare? Yeah, he did. Eh? Yeah, he did. He did. And he got he got knocked out by by Romero too. That was a bad one too. That was a massive, monstrous knee. Um, and he kind of like he, no, he didn't get he didn't get slept, but he he got like with those knees from Musashi. Yeah. But um, you know, this one he got he got knocked out. So. And he took a big shot, like a big shot with Gastelum. Yeah, another one right down the button. It's 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 hard to say, you know. You have to really like he would have to be looking at his health and and stuff like that. But I I think like before you get to this point, you need to be making sure you're doing the right things beforehand. Like you need to be, you need to have that team around you. That we're not and we're not we're not questioning his team at, not all. at all. Not, not, not at all. Like you want to have him on the podcast. Yeah, actually. yeah, exactly. Next week, um, hopefully, we we want um. But you need to make sure you have everything in place so that when you when you can, the idea is to build yourself up in a to a point where you can leave whenever you want. You're fighting for because that's what you're good at. You, know, you make a little bit of extra coin, but it's it's mainly because like it's what you're good at and it's what you want to do. You don't not to do it because you have to. And like that that's my whole thing. Like that's been our thing with 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 how we've approached my career. It's, it's like I want to fight for the love of it, not because I want to. And we're building up our uh, our foundations and, and, and platforms and and different things. Um, Dominic Reyes, what do you, what, what happens with him? Where, where do you see him going? 
Um, he he's looking. I think they even mentioned he he might be looking at the next or like uh, the next title shot. Like he, they they they're looking to put him right up there now. Because uh, yeah, there there aren't there isn't a lot of movement in the the light heavyweight division right now. He he looks good. I thought um Johnny Walker would also like be up there as well. Um, but uh, yeah. Like, How do you see him being able to hang with John Jones or or, or Reyes? Yeah. Uh, I think I think well, I think well. I think he utilizes his skill sets really, really well, and he hits hard. He seems to have a really good understanding. Look, exactly what you said. Like when I was watching him fight, and it was wasn't until you said it that I, I really it was like that's exactly what I'm thinking when you just said it. Then, like he's someone that I think really knows his skills and knows when to use them and how to use them yeah. and how good he is at them. Yeah. Um, more so maybe than some guys that might be better in. Yeah, some areas, but don't know when to use. Yeah, or don't truly understand how good it is. He just uses his skill set so well, and like he knows its strengths and limitations, and he he just he just does that. I I think I think he'd be good. Like I'd like to see those light heavyweight fights though. I think I think honestly every light heavyweight has a solid chance just because how big and how hard they hit. But Reyes definitely, if in that if he keeps like if he fights him in that mid range realm, like John Jones is a great striker. Don't get me wrong, but you know Reyes is good too. And he can wrestle. Yeah, and he can wrestle. He can really wrestle. So, like he, could, he, so he, he can keep the game up. Or down, if he wanted to. Yeah. John, John Jones John a monster, Jones has, Yeah, John Jones has great wrestling defense. John Jones a fucking monster. Phenomenal. He's, like he, he, he stuffed DC's take down. I think DC in that division is probably the best wrestler there. Or yeah. was there. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and he stuffed DC very well. So, yeah, I think he'd, he'd be better. I think Dominic Reyes, Dominic Reyes would be better off or anti-wrestling John Jones and keeping in that mid-range where I think he can utilise his skill sets to its maximum effect. 100%. Um, Dave, do we have any questions there? Where are I, saw, we? I saw you shake your head before. Was it? Oh. Doesn't matter. <laughs> There's always some silly ones. But uh, we'll leave them. Come so on, guys. Where are we reading from? 2%. Still uh, hanging on. about, Fab. Can you go? Yeah, there's <laughs> the always one. The 2%. Um, Jeremy Tyree. Do you think Kiwis and Aussies are seeing success because of an advantage due to our athletes being involved in aggressive contact sports? I.e. rugby. I.e. rugby. Rob, discuss. Um, you know, I, I think, I think like Australian and New Zealand have always had like a really, a really like strong field of combat athletes. We've always been like really, we've always produced like real high caliber combat athletes. You know, I, in particular, I, boxing and kickboxing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and that's, that's and I think that's only because MMA drifted out here at a later date, and we didn't have the massive amount of um, wrestling and, and yeah. whatnot. But uh, I, I think like jujitsu and judo, uh, uh, the, in particular, like the jujitsu scene now is pretty big in Australia. Like yeah. grappling and jujitsu, and that's that's pretty big. And you look at the guys that are coming yeah. out of Australia and grappling, like. Um, Lachlan and yeah, Lachlan Craig. and Craig Jones, like they're yeah. they're, they're placing it in <laughs> ADCC. Yeah, the highest. Lachlan Giles, Giles is amazing. Yeah, got a bronze medal. He's like a bit smaller than me, um, but um, no, I think we've like there's always been really good boxers and mm. really good kickboxers come out of Australia. Like for, yeah, always for a long time. And I think the, like it just followed the natural trend. MMA came. It started. You know, in in it came to Australia later, like okay. in its professional format, mm. and um, it took a few years for 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 us to adjust and to get used to it because like it wasn't here before. Yeah, 
and then but relatively up. quickly the Australians were, were up there 100 percent yeah, yeah like, massively and then yeah, Australians and New Zealanders yeah, yeah. and we're all, we're taking over now yeah I think so um, what is your AFL team um, I wish I could give him his two dollars I'm gonna say Sydney Swans let's, let's Sydney say. Swans or um, Greater Western Sydney Giants oh yeah GWS Giants yeah um, Tom Wood any thoughts on Barry Hall versus Paul Gallen boxing match um, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen a lot of Barry Hall. Barry Hall's like a big bald guy that's, um, that, yeah, played AFL on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not knowledgeable enough to, to give like a real educated answer. I'm going to go with Paul Gallen because he's more active in that. Paul Gallen trains a lot, like in, especially in the combat sports realms, like he boxes a lot. No, no, and he's a good grappler too. Yeah. I have to go with Paul Gallen. Um, Ian Gossett oh that's why I asked this dude he's doing a thesis and he's watching us while he does his thesis and his thesis is on intelligence studies Chinese investment in Israel that is so specific <laughs> so specific it and is. so far ahead of anything that I could do yeah. um, I like how he paid $2 just to reply to you yeah he's a champion good man. guy absolute champion good guy what's your picks on Askren versus Maya shout out to Sonan the Rock's partner okay What's your picks on Askren versus Maya? Zach, thank you very much. We were actually going to discuss this in a second. Um, <laughs> <laughs> laughing at the, the second half, yeah. Can, can, you, can you take this off for a second? Because yeah. we we're going to talk about this anyways. Thoughts <coughs> on Askren versus Maya? Yeah, that, that's going to be an interesting fight, isn't it? Like it's, it's, I it's, love those kind of fights, Kim, I have to say. It's got to be a grappler's dream. I love watching those kind of fights. Like, yeah, it's, it's going to, honest to God, it's going to be a chess match. You know what I think it could end up being? What? A shit kickboxing match. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that because I had those before and I hope not. <laughs> I, I, I think, this is, this is what, I, what I think. I think uh, Maya has shown that he, he can get kind of held down by good grapplers like Jake Shields. Has been, it's been done a couple of times yeah. with Maya where they've given him a little bit of trouble. And I think Askren can do that. But I think Maya's kickboxing is a lot better yeah. than Askren's. Yeah. And I think his grappling's good enough that he can probably get himself back up and threaten yeah. Maya. I mean, yeah. threaten Askren and that. Yeah, what do you I, think? 100%. I think, I think um, Askren can definitely be the one to hold him down. That's Askren's game. Like he, he does it with everybody and he's good at it. He makes sure that he gets better position from the wrestling and he utilizes it, plays it safe and, and just controls, has controlling positions for the rest of the fight. Um, yeah, but his, his striking is pretty terrible. So, um, credit to him. He knows it though. Yeah. And he, and he just plays to his strengths. He does what he's good at, which is, which is great. It's what you got to do to get the wins. Um, but Maya's shown that he, he can strike with people when he needs to, you know, he's, he's striking in. And like you said before, he's, his grappling is good enough that I'm sure he oh, can... His grappling's unreal. <laughs> yeah, that, that I'm sure he can use it to get up. Mate, <coughs> uh, I, I don't know who to pick on that one. It's five rounds yet? I don't know. Can, can, can you look it up? Can you look it up on your... It's a main event. I threw my phone away after it vibrated. I, I'd be interested to see... Because I've seen Maya Gas as well. Yes. He does gas. As of late. Yeah. Like in, in, his, in his last fight. He, he started to slow down in that third. I, I'm really, really interested. I, I love those fights. I love like watching like two grapplers like that fight. I love it. I love it very much. I, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be 
I, I think Maya will turn it into a shit kickboxing match. <laughs> and by that, I don't mean in a bad way. I mean that with the best of respect. I hope that, that he does do that yeah. for his sake. Yeah. I don't have like a horse in the race either way. I like both guys. Yeah. As in, I love watching both of them fight. Um, I don't know. Maya, Maya mate, he's... Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean towards Maya. Man, Maya beat Masvidal. Yeah, I, I really like Maya. I like yeah, the way he but, but like, himself. You know himself. what I mean? Might beat Masvidal. Yeah, and, and he's very, very good. Masvidal's so good. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I don't know. I, I don't see... Um, I see him having good enough stand-up to, to make things ugly for Ben. Yeah. You know, and he can take... I don't know if he can, but like he can definitely give, give it a good go. Like he can grapple Ben and putting Ben on his yeah. back might be interesting as well. Yeah. So... Yeah, I I, just, I really can't wait for that fight. I really, I'm actually really excited to watch that fight. Is it over five rounds, Dave? Trying to find it. Doesn't say it on the official UFC one. Regardless, it should be a cracker. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, what's any more questions, Dave? There from the audience. Yep. So, have you heard about Cage Three CK3? Um, well, is that his, oh, this economy is on is on my Discord. I um I haven't. Thank for <laughs> thanks what for is the it? donation. What's CK three? Uh, Crusader Kings three. It's a game. It's like a grand strategy game. You uh you play as like a dynastic family from the. Med uh, so like, you have heard about it? Yeah. Oh no, not not the third one because that's that's obviously going to be the new one. I've I've played CK two. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. But economy's a, a real active guy on my Discord. Discord's like a program where everyone. You invite a bunch of people and they can all just talk to each other while you play a game. No, nah, like just in general, it's kind of it's kind of like like a phone. Nah, it's like it's like a chat room that's always active. An economy and you were friends. Yeah. Hey, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for the five bucks. <laughs> Digsy Dugan, are you guys going to target the winner of Till and? Uh, Gastelum. I'd just like to point out that I am not targeting anyone, <laughs> and all and any fighting will be done by Robert. Uh, Fab is targeting Till. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's waiting to see the winner, but he's hoping it's Till. Um, I, I I don't know. We we'll, we'll see. There's, we yeah. have there are some talks with the UFC at the moment, um, but we'll, we'll see. I yeah. suppose. Yeah. We are we are interested in fighting. He is interested in fighting. <laughs> Matthew Albanese asks the riveting question that is in everyone's mouth. Is hot dog a sandwich gentleman? We'll go back to the other one. Okay. Is a hot dog a sandwich gentleman? Um, I'm going to say no. I'm going to go with yes, Matthew. And I want you to think about that. And I want you to repost what you no, think. I, I, I feel it's not. I think it is. I don't. Well, let's see what Matthew says when he posts again. Is a sandwich counted as a roll? I just, just feel hot like dogs are roll. Let's say let's say you you go for your, your But is a roll really a sandwich? You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Like I, I yeah, it's not. It's not. And and I feel that like let's say you use sliced bread because you don't like hot dog buns like myself. It's one slice of bread. You don't make a sandwich with one slice of bread. What if you put three hot dogs in one in two slices? And that's not a hot dog, it's a monster. <laughs> Who do you think will win? Let's let's we'll go we'll delve yeah. into this one. Uh, can we? Who do you think will win out of Gaslam until? Uh, I, I think we've actually have covered this before, but um, 
it all it all rides on how Till goes up to to middleweight. He was a massive welterweight, but I don't think he'll have the same benefits of of being a massive guy in middleweight because there are other massive massive guys. Uh, and Gastelum has fought taller opponents, like Gastelum being like generally a shorter fighter. He he knows how to fight the taller opponents. He knows how to creep his way in and 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 and, and strike well. And I think Gaslam is super like super underrated. He's a great fight. He's much quicker than he seems, but he's very clever in his his approach to fighting. Like he knows how to creep his way in and then go pop. And uh, and he's got stopping power. You know. Do you think Gaslam will take it to the <clears throat> ground or he'll keep it standing? We'll have to see because Gaslam generally like gen- Gaslam has good wrestling and great and good groundwork. But um, he generally likes to favour standing it up, standing up. So um, I, I guess we'll find out. Gun to your head, who do you think will win it? Gaston. Me too. I think Gaston will win it as well. I don't think Till will beat Gaston. Mm. But but I'm a fan of Till's. Yeah. I just think that um, Gaston might be a little too quick. Having said that, Till Till has fought a lot of good guys as well. Very good guys. But um, I just see Gaston being a little too quick for him. Just a little bit we'll too to quick. S- I guess, yeah, we have a lot riding on like how gas uh, till appears at middleweight, you know? Yeah, absolutely. He could, he could be. You came up from welterweight, hundred percent, hundred percent. Could could do the same thing. There's a what's the statistic about though? Like uh, the statistic of people who make a move up a division and do well. Fuck, I don't know. That's no, such, a, th- such a vague thing to ask <laughs> me. Oh, sure. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, run, run the numbers quickly. No. No, but like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure we've I'm talked about it. such a flop, it. I don't know that. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure we've talked about it. No, I think that the... the, the um, no, I don't even know what you're asking me, to be honest. No, with. The, the, amount of, the amount you. of guys that move up a division... And and like do really well, you know. As uh, compared to what? To to those who don't do well. Fuck, I don't know. Right. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no no I don't know. But I will say, like, I think it it, it does a, a lot depend on like say someone like. But see, then Gaslam goes and breaks all those rules because he's short. Yeah, and he was a welterweight. Yeah, you you would think that he would be best suited for welterweight. Yeah. But but he's not. Yeah, because he's a little keg. Yeah, he's proven to be like a, a, a middleweight. Yeah. You know what I mean? DC so, did that too, though. He's a. He yeah, but like, DC proved him. He won the title. Oh, no. Yeah. Yes, he did. He yeah. won the title at light heavyweight. Yeah. And then he won the title at, at heavyweight. heavyweight. So there you go. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Keg takeover. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is the. Rob, you're going to. St- Rob, you're going to start the gaming Twitch streams back up. Shout out to the Discord boys. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, so, yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, funny you mentioned that because we I was going to discuss it at the end, but I may as well discuss it now. Uh, the Twitch streaming is going to kick back off. We are looking actually to get a couple rigs set up here so that we can, me and Fab, are going to start streaming uh, once a week, minimum, um, once, once, once we get the, the setup going. We're going to start streaming games. Fab is a is a novice to a, to a lot of the games we're going to be playing. I think we will kick off of <laughs> kick off with like I don't know. It has to be something simple, but yeah, we'll, we're looking to to start those up so that you can um, so that people can not only can they watch us elite gamers play some you know some real high high caliber games, but uh, to interact with us and to so that we can we can you know just chat with the fans. I'm willing to die out there in those games. <laughs> 
says we we kind of spoke about this, but it says why does Weidman go from beating Silva to this slump? I don't think he's in a slump. It's not a slump. He's just look at the guys he's fighting. Like he's fighting killers, and um, yeah, it's just he's fighting killers. It's just he's he's literally walking through death row. It's know? it's hard, eh? It's like yeah. people don't get that and like a lot of those fights he was winning. Yeah, and all of those fights at the top end. They're all 50-50. Yeah, man. Like, tell, me, tell me Jacare wouldn't knock you out. <laughs> you know? Tell me how Reyes wouldn't knock you out if he clipped you up. 100%. Um, Jeremy Tyree says, Cheers, lads. Love the podcast down under. Um, Rob, I hear about a Discord or can anyone join? Is it closed? No. It is, um, it is an open Discord. Feel free to join. Um, I'm trying to remember the Discord at the top of my head. If someone can link it, that would be great. I just cannot remember the, the Discord at the top of my head. Um, but feel free to jump in. Just popping in to show some support from Indonesia. See you in Melbourne. By the way, what's your diet like? Ha ha ha. That's from Gen Z Indonesia. Well, what do you mean by that? <laughs> what's your diet like? Ha ha ha. What's your diet like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, what, do you, what do you mean by that, mate? Um, he, must be, he must be going down for packs. Oh, packs. Uh, Pan packs. Yes, absolutely. So you'll be competing in Pampax on yes. the weekend. Yes, me and the team, we're going to jump down there and, and have some roles. I think competing is going to be very good for... Uh, it's just good for you. Will Plus, Volkanovski win the belt? What are your thoughts? Wait. We'll just discuss this, Dave. What are, oh, Matthew Albanese, it's an open-faced sandwich, my friends. Thank you very much, Matthew. I believe it is. Matthew and I agree. Matthew, who, who you're made, a good man. No, who made him the leading expert on sandwiches? Well, he's the one that brought it up, mate. So what does it make him right? Doesn't make you I wrong. disagree, Matthew. I disagree. Look, I was just going to discuss this uh, from Digsy Dugan. Volkanovski versus Max Holloway. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I love that fight for, for, for Alex. Why do you think? Because I think, I think Volkanovski's young. He's hungry. He's got chin. He's shown that. He's still very young. He has like a lot of power. He has an anti-wrestling game, but he also can incorporate like a heavy wrestling game. He can take you down. He can grind you out. He's shown that his cardio is phenomenal. And uh, I think Max matches up poorly against him, to be honest. Why is that? Uh, just because Max's, Max's general fight game is just to outwork you, outwork you and pep you with shots. But I think Holloway, uh, but I think Alex can, can not only take those shots because he's got chin, I think he does, but he's got the cardio to keep going. He's got the cardio to sit in there, but he's also got the power to put Max on the back foot, which Poirier did in his last fight. You know, so you, yeah, you, you got to see. Do you think that Alex will suffer with Max's reach? Um, I, I think, I think he will. And because Max got like fast, peppery, accurate shots. shots. Yeah, hundred percent. I think, I think he will get peppered. But I, think, I see Alex, we've seen it in other fights, he just walks you down. He walks you down. He makes it dirty by attempting shots, even if he doesn't get them. He dirties it up, muddies it up. And I can just see him walking him down and then landing those, those big shots. Do you see him stopping Max? Because Max has got a great chin as well. <clears throat> yeah, I don't see him stopping Max, but I can see him, like, I can see him winning. You know, that's not to say, like, that that Max can't win. Like <laughs> Max has one of been one of the like longest reigning champs, you know, of that division. Um, it's just it's just that I think he, I think Alex will pose some problems. 
I'm also a huge fan of Max. <laughs> like, big fan. I think he's done great things. And I love the way he conducts himself. That's an interesting fight, man. I, I don't know. I have to say probably Alex, I think. But, you know, being that he lives down the road sort of thing. So I have to say. But um, I'm curious how he's going to deal with the reach. Yeah. I'm not saying he can't deal with it. Obviously, he's putting in work to deal with it. I'm curious to see how he's going to do how he's going to do that because I think he's got a lot of power as well, um, Alex, and that's always dangerous. And I just want to see that fight as well. Yeah, I'm I'm interested though. I just I I just see the the reach and the the range and the shots mm. from Max and his chin, and I want to see how Alex is going to come forward on that, you know, and, and how he's going to avoid those shots because I think he will. I'm just curious to see how he's going to do it. Yeah. Um, what's next, Dave? Um, <clears throat> Marcus Jovanovic believes that this podcast is hilarious, and we thank you for that, mate. We, Thanks, mate. Um, Safa707 says, I'm a bit poor at the moment after the Melbourne trip, but shock, guys, keep up the amazing podcast. I really hope you realize how good your content is within the MMA world. It's legitimate, legitimately great fight talk and banter. Always tuning in. And Safa... Although he's poor, put up twenty dollars. Yeah, Safa, you are a champion. There Absolute legend. Like Thank you very know. much, mate. It means a lot to us to hear comments like that because we like to think we're, we're our banter is quite quite good. <laughs> Do my best, mate. Oh, Batahari versus Rico Verhoeven. Who wins in kickboxing? I don't know who wins that, man. But I think Batahari is a monster i don't know i can't i can't pick out of them mate. i just i just think better hurries yeah i'm sorry I, and don't, I don't know enough rico verhoeven is so big and so technical they're different types of fighters i don't know man hey eh? i i don't know I, I can't pick a winner um better hurry a little bit more of a wild man so he's got a little bit more x factor i don't know that's a good question mihailo mikhail and i can't read um, Russian, but yeah, it was, I, I don't know, but a good question. Uh, Matt Jabone says, did you ever play WoW? And what is your favorite expansion? Yeah, I, I did. I, um, probably Cataclysm, but uh, I, I stopped. I didn't like the expansions after Cataclysm. And I did, so I did, what I did is that? Can it. you explain what that is? It's World of Warcraft. You've never heard of World of Warcraft? I've heard of it because you've told me about it. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so it's like, a, it's just a, it's just a, like a, Online role-playing game. You make a little character, go slay dragons or whatnot. Hmm. And what's your favorite expansion? Cataclysm. What is that? It's uh, I think it's uh, from the top of my head. It's when a portal opened to I forget what the I forget what the place is called. Some place a portal opened to some place where there's a bunch of demons. Do you play these games, David? Um, not those ones. Mm. But I think with Cataclysm, they, they brought in flying mounts. Or is that Burning Crusade? No, I'm pretty sure it's Cataclysm. They brought in flying mounts, which is pretty cool. Fuck. Anyways, Gen Z Indonesia says, I meant to speak into it. Anyways, love the podcast. Thank, Thank you very you, much, mate. Thank you. And he's yeah. going to the speaking tour tour. Yeah. When is the speaker? Tell us about the speaking tour. So the speaking tour is going through November and December um, in most cities around Australia and New Zealand. Um, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be telling my story more or less. I'm going to be telling, you know, speaking about my hardships from, from 
you know, birth up until I guess today, you know, like, and and, and the way I'm going to speak about it is like I'm going to just I'm just going to tell my story about the obstacles and hurdles and things that I had to overcome, and that these obstacles and hurdles happen to everybody, you know, whether you're the champion or not, and how I managed to to, to overcome those hurdles and obstacles and, and, and get to the championship. And to, to, to get the championship title, to, to get the belt. And now that I, I've lost the title, about me like, building myself back up and doing this journey again. And, uh, and yeah, you know, I think I, think I, ha- I have a, an interesting story for, that I think a lot of people can take something from. I think, um, like, not, not, to, not, not to kill all the content, which you won't. There's a lot of content for, for the tour. Um, some of the stuff like that that we've we've spoken about and spoken about with Tim and whatnot um, surrounding things like communication and communicating stuff. Can you can you explain a little bit about that so people get like we get, I get a lot of feedback as well from people that appreciate the talk about mental health and appreciate mm. the, the, some of the stuff that we're talking about. And I think um, some of the conversations that we've had, like what a lot of people don't realize, I think um, like. You know, say, for example, you lost the fight, you know, and people go, oh, you know, I, I don't honestly, especially after the fight, we don't read the comments and you know, people go, oh, you know, this is what happened and blah, blah, blah. And they got no fucking clue what happened. Do you mm. know what I mean? And um, conversations, hard conversations that have to have happened, not because of the result necessarily, because the results are a result. There's been good results with subpar performance and the performance, the subpar performance might not have been in the octagon. Subpar performance might have been at training yeah um and then sometimes you have good performances at training and you have good things and you have a bad performance in the octagon or yeah. whatever or sometimes you just got to credit and I, this is what i believe you just got to credit your opponent that's his moment hat off and you move on do you know what i mean yeah. and we'll have our conversation in private but um do you want to talk a little bit about some of the stuff you were saying like in regards to conversations we've had around communication and whatnot and, and mental health yeah you know um it's all communication has always been a, a bit of a, a hurdle for me it's uh because when i when i when i start to get when i when something doesn't go the way i want it to like uh i i just i guess i i recede into myself and i start having inner monologues and i start I start talking to myself by not expressing how I feel to the person that I'm talking to or 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 the disappointments that are, that, that that are happening or, or anything like that. So um yeah, like when when this starts to happen, I start to talk to myself and I'm not expressing myself, it just makes everything worse. And the fact that I'm not talking about it <laughs> makes makes it so much worse that I start to resent not not necessarily the person that I'm 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 talking to, but whatever is surrounding it. Say say it's training. Like I start to resent going to training because. Can you it's explain hard. the inner monologue? What you mean by that? When you talk about your inner monologues? No. So like let's let's say for instance like if we're talking, me and you are talking, and you're saying something that I'm not a fan of, I'll start to have an inner monologue in myself where I'm like, well, this isn't going to plan. Time to start planning what I'm going to do afterwards, who I'm going to start doing this job, what's going to happen. Like I start planning a future without the person in it because I can't express. Like it's just it's just what happens. You know, and I'm, obviously I'm only understanding it myself still. Still trying to understand it myself. What, what message do you reckon you can give to people? Like say, for example, they got, they got problems or they, something happens and whatever. And sometimes mm. the, the things that you have, the problems that you have are, seem insurmountable. 
And, you know, you hear people say, well, what's talking about it going to do? Because if I talk about it, the problems are still there. Yeah. I haven't, I, they haven't changed. So I don't know. What can you talk about? Honestly, the biggest thing that I've learned about talking about things and trying to communicate things in, in, in that way is just how much talking does help. How much, once you say it out loud, the problem is still there. It is still there and, it, and it's real. But talking about it, helps you understand it a little bit better. It, it, it helps you come to terms with it a little bit better so that, that the problems don't have the same impact. They don't have the same shock value that when that, 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 that they did when they first hit you. You're, you're talking about it. You're getting comfortable with it. Once you start speaking about it, you can start planning a, an approach to attack it. And, um, and changes, I think, when you speak, especially if you speak to a couple of people about it, you see the problem from different perspectives as well. 100%. That, that change in perspective is huge because what, 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 what might be a huge problem to you, they might have already dealt with or it might be a problem that they constantly are going through or something they, 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 they've dealt with before and you can get their perspective on the same thing, which, which just makes it easier. I, I think um, with that as well, like, a lot of stuff that that people don't talk about, you don't you don't even realize that. Like, man, like everyone's going yeah. through it. Everyone's thinking you can, but but if you don't speak about it and you keep stuff to yourself and you have that inner monologue, you ask the question from your perspective. You answer it to yourself from your from your own perspective as well, and then you go on in your merry way. But it's not a very merry way because you've had this whole yeah. conversation in your head without having actually had it with someone else that can bounce a different perspective off you. Yeah, I think bouncing ideas off other people and talking to other people and then getting their perspective is huge. It's, it's absolutely massive. And I guess that's, that's one of the, the, the big motivating, mo- motivating reasons why I want to do this speaking to is because I want to show that everybody has this sort of stuff. Everybody is going through this sort of stuff. I, I, I hope you can take something from, from what I've, how I've done, how I've dealt with things and what I've failed what I failed to do earlier times to that I'm coming to terms with now that like I have different skill sets now to when I was say 22, 21. And I wish I, I wish I had those skill sets then, you know, I wish I had, could have someone to tell me like, and explain to me these skill sets and explain to me that it's not the end of the world, that everyone goes through it, that the way you're feeling now isn't going to last, you know, don't make any rash decisions. You know, it's, um, yeah, and I, I guess that's it. Like that's the, the whole motivating drive is like I want to get my story out there, and so that people can pick this up. Is it? Would it be fair to say that whilst this wasn't ha- you, you're not happy to have lost your belt, mm. you're not happy to have lost the championship and whatnot. Is it fair to say that that in and of itself, like the correlation with that and depression per se, is not as big as like some of the day to day stuff you deal with? Uh, definitely not. I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not depressed at all for losing the belt at all. You know, um, yeah, I, I like losing is always part of the game, and the only thing I feel about losing the belt is disappointed, but also excited. You know, they're the two hu- biggest emotions that I have about about losing the last fight. It's it's disappointed that I lost, but excited for what's around the corner because I'm excited about what I can take and glean from this last fight moving forward. Because I've I've lost before, I have. And uh, I came back pretty, I came back much better. Answer me this, how different, not, the, not your inner circle, but other people, how different do people treat you after you lose? Oh, night and day, night and day. Like, because I, I, can I just say something? Like, I've seen it 
bad. Like I knew it. I've worked with athletes, a lot of athletes over the years and that, and I've seen this. Not just athletes, even friends that I have that are successful that go through things and blah, 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 and I watch it. And I look at people saying this scenario as well, and I just put it all in the old think tank. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm like, I, I, I see the people that, 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 you know, they're waiting for you to lose, they're yeah. waiting for that, and you're just like, all right, cool, you know, that's, yeah. that's mad. I'll see you when we're winning again because you're going to turn up again. Yeah. No, I, um, it, it's, not, it's crazy. And you know what's, what, what's fortunate for me is that I, I, I had that, the, like I've, I've been at like I've lost before and I've lost twice in a row before so um it, it's like I managed to weed out a lot of things then so I, I made such an emphasis to sh- surround myself with like good people like a solid team that I'm you know that I'm really loyal to and to, to, to good guys that care about me not because I like I'm a good fighter or because I, even because I fight they care about me because I'm their friends like because we we work well together and uh, that's 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 massive. That is massive. How how um for those guys that's why, well let me put it this way for those guys that you're that you're watching that don't have that structure what how bad can that get? Oh, it, 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 you see people that lose the title that don't have the structure. They they fall into a pit of despair, and everything they know is just up in the wind and it just makes everything worse because your next fight is about you trying to prove you're somebody you don't it's not that you're not it's just that you don't need to be you know and it's just you're just adding your own pressure on it's uh and you see you see that all the time where, where champs like just just have a massive spiral spiral downwards after they lose a fight or two and they just they start making one poor decision after the next and there's no one around them and it's not even necessarily like the, I think the, the the pros and the cons even of the fight game are not necessarily involved in your in the, the like people get to see in the octagon. A lot of the times, it's all the shit that happens to you outside yeah. of the octagon. You know, not, 100%. you don't live in the octagon. You're only there for fifteen minutes, yeah. maybe three times a year, or in your case, once every three four years, like the oh. Olympics. Come on, mate! Come on, mate! <laughs> like, it's like an Olympic event. Gee whiz! Um, Got any more questions? Yeah, it's an Olympic event, is it? Well, like <laughs> <laughs> the Olympics. <laughs> well, um, well, well, let's wrap it up there with that. Um, and yeah, thank you very much, guys. Please, uh, oh, are we playing this? If you want, it's up to you. It's, mate, I'm the winner. I've no, won. I won the last one. We can back it up, but All I'll right. smash anyway. Let's go. Which one are we playing? This, the first one. All right. All right press start on it. Yeah, there we go. But my, 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 my remote's broken though. I found that out last week. My remote control's broken too. Oh, is it, mate? Yeah. <laughs> no, we found out. In the last time I, 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 when I smashed Fab, that my guy couldn't move forward. So he can't move forward now. Oh, shit. Oh, good. 
Shit. Shit! Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> such cheese. I forget what I'm doing. Oh shit! Oh, oh. <laughs> when the student becomes a master. <laughs> no! <laughs> You're so shit. <laughs> How good is this? <laughs> fucking shit. Some fucking shit. The whole game's shit. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. This shit game. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. Please like and subscribe. Thank you so much for, for uh, joining in. Don't have to watch it till the end every time. <laughs> uh, Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Like and subscribe. Get this around. Thanks, guys.